to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF Steve Russell, and the Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. The Gators have won the ball game on a bump. Inside the Huddle is brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's head to the studio with Shane, Steve, and the HBC, Steve Spurrier, on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hello and welcome into another edition of Inside the Huddle as we talk Gator football, SEC football, and college football in general. I'm Steve Russell alongside the Gator QB Shane Matthews and the head ball coach Steve Spurrier. Seth Harp is going to produce our broadcast today. Uh, we all, as always, thank you for tuning in. Steve, I know uh, you always said this when you coached, and I never forgot it. You win the SEC East, it sets you up for further success. You always said that, and the Gators do that this past week. Oh, big win for us. And, uh, Remind everybody to keep wearing these masks another month or two, hopefully, till the vaccines get here and we take them off for good. But, uh, yeah, your first goal every year, it seems like, uh, well, Shane was here with us uh, when we went to divisions, uh, we got to win the East first. That's the first goal. Let's win the Eastern Division. Fortunate enough to do that, SEC. And then uh, we always tried to beat FSU. That was one of our goals. They beat us more than we beat them. Uh, we were talking the other day about the two best teams in the 90s that we played against were Tennessee and FSU, and how far those two schools have fallen <laughs> yes. is unbelievable. Yes. But they were the two best on our schedule. Yeah, it wasn't Alabama, it wasn't Auburn, uh, LSU. It was those two right there, Tennessee and FSU. So anyway, and then you just, you know, you go down the list. If you can win the SEC, we, we wanted to win the bowl game. That was always big, finishing the top ten. And if we had a team to – play for the national championship we we had that as a goal several years also but uh i, I think uh that's the first goal of the team this year and so we're in position we want to beat lsu to stay in position to you know try to get in that final four so it's a big game this week i think our guys uh, know we need to concentrate strictly on lsu this whole week it's amazing shane what's happened to lsu it is steve and you know there's a couple of things when I watch them because I watch a lot of college football, and I think if you go back, if you don't have consistent play at the quarterback position, when Miles Brennan he was playing pretty well, and then yes, he was he injured, was. and they got two young guys, and whether they turn out to be good players, who knows? But they lost a ton to the NFL, we all know. But you lost a, a one of the all-time great college players in Joe Burrow, and then defensively, you know sometimes coaches come in and and want to do what they want to do. And it's not what the kids can do. And defensively, they've been horrible. Mm-hmm. I, Bo Pelini's an experienced coordinator coach, but it, it just, for whatever the reason, it hasn't gone right. I mean, they <clears throat> they play a lot yeah. of man and they get burned. Well, it also shows you that uh, recruiting is not everything. Yeah. Uh, they've been, somebody said, top five in the country the last two or three years, which they usually are. Uh, but they had a bunch of guys opt out. And then, of course, last year they had all those seniors. Uh, they lost both their coordinators. It's a completely new group of guys there. And uh, they don't seem to have the senior leadership that the great teams have to have. So they're uh, – but they're capable, you know. As uh, Dan Mullen said in the paper, these guys are capable of beating everybody. they they got ball players just like we do. So we need to be ready to play our best. A lot's been made uh, from last week about Florida not being able to run the football – 
and that you know you play Alabama, that's got to get better. I'll start with you, Shane. How big a deal is that? I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, you, your your job as a coach is to win games and put the kids in a position to be successful. Uh, we're not a great running team, and so why pound your head and, and try to run? Uh, you know, a lot of our – we throw a lot of wide receiver screens, those type of deals. Those are That's the run game. Yep. And so, you know, Dan's, Dan and the staff's job is to win football games, and their best player is the quarterback. they got good guys around him, so utilize his ability and not try to do something you're not very good at. You know, I was watching the pro game last night, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. They, of course, they were 11-0 until Washington upset them. Uh, but they don't try to run the ball. They were throwing almost every down, the Steelers. Uh, their best running back got hurt earlier in the year. Uh, but uh, you, you don't have to run the ball <laughs> like you had to do as much in the old days if you're not getting sacked and you're not throwing interceptions. And, I, and we don't do either of those. So, I mean, it's pretty uh, logical percentage-wise. When we drop back and pass, good things happen. When we hand off the run, <laughs> nothing good's happening much. So you do what you do best, and right now that's throwing the ball. So <laughs> that's what we've got to keep doing, I believe. It's great to have, you know, back coaching your day, how many, you heard all the time, got to have a balanced offense. Got to have, it's not true. It's not as true now. It's not true at all. Uh, you know, the, the game has changed. And, um, you know, they, you don't have great defenses like you used to. to spread them out and make them tackle in space. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got guys that are, are hard to cover. All right, let's do play of the week. Brought to you by Campus USA Credit Union. Put some star power to work in your financial life with Campus USA Credit Union. Play of the week. My play of the week is uh, Missouri kicking the game-winning field goal. To you know, they came from way behind there in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And don't look now, but Missouri's five and three in the conference, and they've done a tremendous job. And that was a big win for them. Uh, the play of the week, play of the week. I had all my players and coaches the week. I wasn't concentrating too much on the on the play of the week. Uh, but certainly that uh, <clears throat> Missouri game, uh, I had uh, uh, Drinkwitz is the, the, certainly the coach of the week. Uh, they won what fifty to forty eight, something like that. Yeah, there you go. And, There's uh, balance for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they uh, they came back. They were down no oh, seventeen points or something in the fourth quarter, and uh, maybe uh, their running back Roundtree. Roundtree. Yeah, he's the leading rusher in school history. There, he had another big game. So uh, I, I give that long run he had uh, the play of the week. Okay, and you know what? That does it, – it's funny how things are different for different teams. Mm-hmm. Roundtree's a really good runner, and it just seems like when he runs the ball well, mm-hmm. it frees up things for the kid, the baseline kid playing quarterback, mm-hmm. and that's when they seem to click better offensive. When, when he doesn't run the ball, because you have a younger quarterback who doesn't have much experience, the offense doesn't do as well. My play of the week was the Jets game, Coach. That's my play of the week. <laughs> I'm glad the Jets lost because now they can still get the top pick. But w- hello, I mean, how do you do that, Shane? I don't. I. I mean, why? It's almost like he wanted to get fired. Did you, see? Greg Williams? Oh yeah, I watched it. I watched it all. I said, "You got to be kidding me!" And uh, they they had a zero blitz on, and, and really they put no pressure on the. Uh, of the quarterback. He was able to step up and throw uncontested. So I'm sure Greg Williams could say, hey, one of our guys didn't hit the right gap or we should have hit him. Uh, But to to not defend uh, with, what, 13 seconds? Let me tell you what was worse, though, I thought. So the Raiders just onside kicked it. And they got the ball right at midfield and had a a shot at a Hail Mary. 
They fired it down there. He didn't, he didn't throw it worth a crap, didn't get to the end zone. But he gave them a chance for a Hail Mary with uh, one second left, I think. Did you see that? And I said, dang, if he, <laughs> who's going to blow this game? I, yeah, they should have kicked that ball down the field somewhere and, yeah. and covered it, I think. And, and <laughs> the Jets, they also did that, and the Jets had two rookie corners mm-hmm. playing. Uh, anyway, that's the play of the week brought to you by Campus USA Credit yeah. Union. Questions of the week now brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac. If you have questions, you can send them to <laughs> questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. And uh, there's a lot of them. We get a lot. So here we go, guys. Uh, Daryl and Greencoat. Before the touchdown from Danny DeRidell in the 96th game in Knoxville, You'd seen something on film for you to decide to go for it on fourth down? No, <clears throat> we didn't see anything. Uh, we were trying to well, – I, I was trying to make a first down. We had about a 15-yard uh, route by Ike over the middle. And on that play, Redell happens – he runs a post. And so, actually, I'm watching the play, and they played a big old deep cover two zone. And Redell sort of split them. And next thing, I saw the ball going up in the air, and he's catching it for a touchdown. So I was thinking we're trying to, you know, throw for the first down. And uh, Danny somehow saw him break break clean and hit him on the dead run in the end zone. Uh, Danny could do that. You know, he could see the field, and, and he took the shot. It had nothing to do with me seeing anything on film. No. Um, Jim, all our Heisman winners around here seem to be sons of preacher men. Did your dad encourage you, Coach, to get into sports as a boy? Was he competitive and a sports fan? Why did you choose football as a sport to pursue? My dad loved sports. He uh, was a tennis player a bit uh, growing up. Uh, I think he won the Independence Park Championship when he was 16 <laughs> in Charlotte. Uh, but uh, that was about the end of his sports career. He, I think, walked on at Presbyterian College when he uh, went to college there for a year or two. But he said a lot of the guys were, were cursing too much, and so he quit the football team after one year, I think. But, no, he loved baseball. Baseball, as a, as a father, he coached Little League and then Babe Ruth League. And, and uh, oh, he's very competitive, hated losing. And uh, he just instilled that in uh, my brother and I. But we played all the sports. And, and then after high school, I sort of felt like football was – Maybe the one I should continue specializing in instead of uh, basketball and baseball. Uh, but baseball was his favorite sport. And probably as an athlete, uh, I was always better in basketball and baseball because there was nothing in football I could do very well. Uh, nobody threw the ball back in the 60s much. It was dead T formation, fullback, and the belly option and stuff like that. Uh, but anyway, our high school started throwing the ball a bit my senior year. And suddenly I became a, a quarterback. Hmm, interesting. Um, Eric Smith, U.S. football manager, 1989 to 93, says, uh, Bob Prude, a, a good D.C., he left to become head coach at Marshall. You hired a young Bob Stoops, who brought a more aggressive and innovative style of defense. Was that the spark the team needed to get over the hump and win the championship in 96? You know, I think Coach Stoops uh, was an excellent defensive coordinator and did very well. Uh, the other teams, now we won the SEC all those years. We got clobbered by Nebraska. Uh, in that uh, championship game of 95. Uh, but that helped us, and our defenses were really good in 97, 98 also. Uh, our 98 team was really probably just as good as the 96 team. But we we uh, lost that overtime game at Tennessee. Stuff happened. You know, we missed a short field goal. They made a long one. And uh, 
stuff happened that day, and Tennessee won the national championship. But when I look back on all of our teams, I'm telling you what, Steve, uh, some of them, 2001-98, uh, they were probably just as good as the 96 team. Yeah, bounce here, just a thing there. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Gary, <clears throat> your former assistant, Buddy Tevens at Dartmouth, invented no tackling practice. Mm-hmm. What do you think of it? Uh, should we look into Buddy's methods? Yeah, it's excellent methods. We uh, we tackled a little bit uh, during Monday night football, I guess, when we let the walk-on players and backup guys go scrimmage a little bit. Uh, but we didn't really knock the heck out of each other in practice. Uh, but Buddy Tevens, they got those little tackling dummies, I think, are really good. And, and teaching the fundamentals of tackling is what uh, a lot of people don't don't teach very well. You see guys just grabbing instead of wrapping up their legs together. Uh, one thing, I was watching a game the other day, uh, maybe it was last night, and uh, one of the guys did not recover the fumble, and the other guy came and got it. And the announcer said, well, I thought he had it. But I look back, and he, he needs to learn how to recover fumbles. He never put his hands on it. He just fell on it, and his hands were all over the place. And the other team got it. So that was something that uh, we started doing, the, the fumble recovery drill, little fundamentals like that. And it really helped our team at South Carolina because we, we were good at recovering fumbles uh, from, from about oh, the midtime I was there, 2010, to, to the end there. Alex says uh, he's really enjoyed pure conference schedules. Uh, I know I know that normal schedules include schools from smaller conferences. Do you think the NCAA, for both of you, will push towards more interconference games than we used to have? Uh, I know the fans like it. Uh, I like it too, but I also I, I like the uh, the smaller type teams coming into town for two reasons. A uh, it allows, hopefully, it allows your your backups, your walk-ons, to get in and play in the swamp because that's that's something that they enjoyed. And I know the teams that coach coached, you know, a lot of guys. That's memories they'll they'll have the rest of their life scoring touchdowns. The other thing too, it allows the kids for the smaller schools who dreamed of playing in the SEC to be able to play in their big stadiums in front of big crowds, and uh, and those those teams get a big payday. So I, I understand where fans are coming from, but I also I like it for those those two reasons. Yeah, the smaller schools uh, get a, a good paycheck. In fact, uh, uh, when I was at South Carolina, we always tried to play an in-state school. Uh, played Coastal one year, uh, South Carolina State, uh, uh, let's see, uh, the uh, Wofford, uh, Furman, uh, Citadel one year. But anyway, and the coaches afterwards say, Coach, appreciate you guys playing us and letting us come up here and play in your stadium and get a paycheck. And they knew it was hard to beat, you know, the big school, but just the opportunity to come uh, compete uh, at that stadium and against a bigger team, uh, they they appreciated it. And you're helping the universities in your state. Now, a lot of coaches don't look at it that way. They don't want to help schools in their state because they have to recruit against them. But I I never looked at it that way. All right, we got to run through these because there's a lot of them, and I'm going to make them quick. Lily and Lakeland. Uh, Trask's push punt, a nice Spurrier throwback. Could it help his Heisman campaign? <laughs> I didn't even notice that until they did a replay. I was looking somewhere else, and uh, that was a nice little push punt, yeah. Oh, no, I don't think that'll have anything to do with the Heisman. I think uh, the championship game in two weeks will have a lot to do with it. Uh, but not only is Mac Jones in the hunt, but that wide receiver, Devontae uh, Smith, and, of course, Najee Harris. They got three guys in the top, what, five probably for the Heisman. 
you know, maybe they'll take a lot of – they may separate a lot of votes and a lot may come for Kyle. But I really believe the championship game will decide the Iceman. Brooks and Daytona Beach, um, because uh, Missouri beat Arkansas, he says, uh, uh, could Drinkwitz win SEC Coach of the Year, but could Pittman still win it even though Arkansas lost? Uh, I, I don't know. Who, do the do the coaches vote on that, or is it a media di- type deal? I'm not yeah, sure. They used to have two of them: the yeah. coaches vote and then the media yeah, they, I think vote. But media. I, I would probably, I would help. probably. I mean, I think they've both done a tremendous job. But I mean, Drinkwitz. Mm-hmm. I mean, sitting at five and five and three right now, he would be my my winner. Yeah, Drinkwitz has come on the last two or three weeks, whereas Pittman was definitely the guy <laughs> three weeks ago. And uh, I think Arkansas has lost two or three in a row, hadn't they? Yeah. And Missouri's yeah. won three, four, five out of the last six. So I think Drinkwitz is going to be the guy. Travis in Melbourne says uh, Gators had two receivers with over 100 yards this week for the first time this season. Is that surprising? Or does it speak to the number of weapons the offense has? Well, you know what? You know, Kyle does a great job distributing the football to so many different receivers. But I try to tell people, too, that we play a lot of receivers. You know, I don't think people realize our starting three receivers are Copeland, Tony, and Grimes. But the very next series, they bring in the twos. Then on the third series, the ones go back in. So that's why I think the ball's distributed. And I think it's a credit to Billy Gonzalez playing a lot of people and keeping everybody happy because, let's be honest, uh, receivers want the football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tony had a big game, and uh, he is a big-time wide receiver. We've said that all year, and he got a bu- bunch of opportunities against Tennessee last week to prove it. All right, last two or three here, RJ and Jacksonville Beach. JT Shroud played well for UT. Is he a Trask-like hidden gem on their bench or just not a lot of tape on him? Oh, gosh. It's hard to say anybody played well for Tennessee. Um, I-, I think their system, and until they – they changed their system. It's not quarterback friendly. I'll just leave it at that. Well, that kid led them on two touchdown drives, yeah. and nobody had ever heard of him. He was, what, third team all year? Uh, you know, sometimes you question, what what do they do in practice? Do the coaches ever watch the backup players and yeah. say, hey, let's give him a chance? So who knows? Uh, are they going to play Vandy this week, or yes. is that postponed? Yes, they are they playing Vandy. Yep. Well, maybe they'll give him a chance to throw 30 passes, and we'll we'll see if he can do it in a complete game. Meredith in Orlando, what's your opinion on Coastal Carolina? Played great against BYU, undefeated. Would you? What, what would it take for them to get any love in the rankings? <laughs> well, they're not going to get any love. I thought it was outstanding. I, I give credit to both BYU and Coastal for putting that game together. Uh, I was surprised at how Coastal manhandled the line of scrimmage. Um, I like their program. The only thing I didn't like is how that number 94 went after the quarterback. Oh, yeah. He should have been thrown out of the game. Should have. I agree. That put a damper on Coastal, uh, roughing up the quarterback like that. And the dang referee stood there and just watched it. Yeah. And didn't, didn't throw a flag or throw him out of the game. Yeah. But uh, I tell you what, I was impressed with Coastal's defense. They got some big guys. From what I understand, I hear several of them can play in the NFL. From Coastal, wow. defensive lineman. And then, of course, they were able to run the ball for at least 200 or more yards, whatever it was, against a big Brigham Young uh, team. So uh, Coastal's uh, – they got a good team. There's no question. They, they could beat some of the uh, conference uh, teams around the country, definitely, a lot of them. Finally, Harrison Tampa uh, for coach. Uh, what would you think of the hire at South Carolina for your old job? Well, uh, Shane Beamer's going to have an opportunity. Uh, South Carolina's invested – 
lots of money in the facilities. They got a big, big building there that has everything in it, indoor facility right next door, uh, beautiful practice fields, dormitories uh, are like apartments. Uh, they have spent tons of money there, and we're in the process. We're, our facilities are going to be as good as about anybody within hopefully about two years now. But uh, so if, if he can recruit well there, and uh, that's sort of his calling card is that he's, he's got a track record of recruiting, and, uh, and whoever he hires as his coaches and so forth will uh, make a huge difference also. But he'll have an opportunity, and, you know, time will tell if he can, if he can make a winner out of South Carolina football. All right, quickly, going to get a question from Porter here. Porter, hello. Hey, guys, I appreciate you taking my call. This is really for Coach and uh, Shane. Um, I remember my, from growing up from flight, flight family, the, the difference with pilots because of flight simulators and how realistic and computer development. So, so I was just curious, are you seeing any of that uh, video game because it's so realistic now development in the younger players, or is that totally, I mean, obviously you have to have a physical talent, but as far as the mental development of reading defenses and that kind of thing, have you seen any, uh, you know, is that playing in as far as the guys getting ready earlier? And I'll take it off the air. I appreciate All it. All right, Porter, thank you. Uh, I don't know if that's being used anywhere. I know it's not being used here. Uh, but, you know, I think kids playing video games have helped them understand, you know, some of the Madden stuff or whatever. I, I've never been a video game guy. I think it all comes down to quarterbacks being coached up how to play the position. You know, I, let me back up. Some kids understand how to play the position. Sometimes you can't really, you know, you look at these guys that are 6'4", 6'5", 260, can throw the ball through. I mean, mm-hmm. Jamarcus Russell, for example, I know everybody goes to him. All the talent in the world, but you can't, sometimes coach a guy how to play the position you either understand it or you don't i think what they do they put that video on top of the helmet and uh and and they try to get the quarterback to have his face and his helmet sort of down the middle of the field and, and have the ability to to see at least a half the field and then make a decision on where to throw the ball so that they they concentrate on where their face and helmet is looking and and then and then you go to your target. I think that's the biggest thing that those videos are supposed to help them. But do. you never use those things, coach. No, right? no, we didn't. I, I saw a guy doing that because, but we coached it. Yeah, know, we coached it. your face here, your face there, and then and then go to your target when you're ready to throw. Instead of you know eyeballing receivers, we tried to look through the area, as Shane will tell you, and then and then you make your decision and go. All right, questions of the week brought to you by Davis Chevrolet, your premier North Central Florida mm-hmm. dealer of Chevrolet, Mazda, and Cadillac, and again. Questions at InsideTheHuddleHPC.com is where you'll send them. We'll take a break. Come back. More Inside the Huddle. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a -a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. 
The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at client's request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM 850 AM WRUF and on your phone with the WRUF radio app and now more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews Steve Russell and Steve Spurrier Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Worry less with crime prevention security systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. We'll do our Team of the Week now, guys. Brought to you by Celebration Point, future home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, Celebration point where Gators come to celebrate Team of the Week, Mr. Shane. The Rice Owls. Oh, yeah. They are. They go on the road, and I believe they were the biggest uh, underdog in the history of college football playing an undefeated ranked team, Marshall. They were 24-point underdogs and win at Marshall 20 to nothing. Yeah. That freshman quarterback. And, they, and yeah, what even their starting quarterback. Yeah. And that freshman quarterback from Marshall who's been so good through five interceptions. Oh, geez. Yeah. So, what do you got, Coach? Okay, I'm going to uh, go with the Florida Gators. Uh, Dan Mullen won his first uh, Eastern Division championship, hopefully first of many, many to come, and hopefully a first SEC in a couple of weeks. So, uh, when you win a championship first time ever, it's special. And uh, Coach Mullen and the staff, uh, they got a really good program going, and uh, hopefully this will be first of many, and then hopefully I can say first SEC in a couple of weeks. Yep. Um, mine's going to be coastal just because, uh, look, I, and I agree with both of you, 
putting together that game in a really short amount of time, even though BYU lost, it, it helps BYU too. It helps them because of the, the way they did that. But Coastal, because they won, even though, Coach, as you said, that fight or whatever that you want to call that marred that win, they're still mine. Coach of the Week, brought to you by Miapa Latin Cafe, the best Cuban food in Gator Country. Coach of the Week. Well, mine's Jamie Caldwell from, from Coastal. I think he's done a phenomenal job there. They've only been playing Division One football for three years. And, gosh, you got to think he's going to be coaching somewhere else next year. You know, and I, I don't know if I heard this correctly, but I think he grew up a Tennessee Vol fan. Oh, boy. So, oh boy. I wouldn't be surprised oh if boy. he's not their coach next year. Coach of the Week, Steve. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Drinkwitz at uh, – at Missouri, Coach Drink, they've won five of the last six, and he looks like he's got that game. May have got him uh, SEC Coach of the Year because uh, they weren't expected to do much this year. But uh, Sam Pittman was our Coach of the uh, Year uh, two or three weeks ago, uh, but his team has lost some close ones. But uh, Arkansas plays tough, though. we got to give them credit. They're playing hard and competing uh, every game. Yeah, and remember, they had more than an SEC game in how long mm-hmm. before this year? Yeah. Um, Coach Campbell's my guy, Iowa State. Um, he had, if you look at what they've accomplished in the history of their football, it goes back almost like 80 years or 100 years since they've won anything, a division title, and they have a chance to win you know, the, the, the entire championship. So I think he's done a whale of a yeah, job. Yeah, I think it's over 100 years ago, yeah. 1917 or 18, yeah. back when that, that other pandemic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they true. may be the pandemic team, Iowa State. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think it's been 100 years. Uh, of course, it was called the Big 8 Conference back then, but they were in it, Iowa State. So they play, I guess, Oklahoma either this week or next week. Yeah, I think next week. I okay. was going to ask both of you guys a question, especially Coach. Do you think the SEC should do away with the divisions? Because, you know, like the Big 12, it's the, it's the best two teams with a record play for the championship. The ACC is doing that this year. Do you think the SEC should get to that? Well, we got too many teams, so we, we can't – you know, we got – is it 14? 14. Yeah, they all can't play each other unless you go to 13 games. But, uh, no, I, I'm like you. I think we need those uh, out-of-conference out of games. We need to play FSU. South Carolina needs to play Clemson. Uh, Louisville needs to play Kentucky, all that kind of stuff in-state. Keep those games going. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Much more to come here on Inside the Huddle, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. Levántate con el mejor café cubana y comida cubana norte de Wake up to the best Cuban food and coffee north of Miami with Miapa Latin Cafe. Their breakfast sandwiches and arepas are made using the most authentic ingredients. Enjoy Cuban classics like ropa vieja and arroz con pollo. With great food, affordable prices, and friendly service from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day, you can't beat the Miapa way. Visit them at either of their locations in Gainesville and Alachua. Miapa Latin Cafe, a proud supporter of the Florida Gators. 
Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey, Gator Nation, I'm here with Jeffrey Meldon of Meldon Law. Jeffrey, I heard some great news that Meldon Law is the official community partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, we're the only official community partner of the Florida Gators. Well, that is some great news. Meldon Law, the only official law firm community partner of the Florida Gators, with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and Fort Lauderdale. Meldon Law, where you matter most. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. The WRUF Radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Welcome back to Inside the Huddle. Now time for our top four teams. Brought to you by Gators Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times. With more TVs than anybody, you can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Shane, our top four. Oh, gosh. It's, it's Alabama, one, Notre Dame, two. I got Clemson at three. And, and four, it's, I still have three teams out there. You know, I got Florida, A&M, and Ohio State. I don't know what to make of Ohio State right now. Okay, I've got uh, pretty similar. Bama, Notre Dame, but I'm going to put Ohio State as, uh, you know, tie for fifth. And then I've got Clemson and Florida, uh, three and four. So, uh, for Bama, Notre Dame, uh, Clemson, and then Florida, Texas A&M, Ohio State, uh, tied for number five in there, and uh, and Cincinnati. Heck, put Cincinnati in there too. They, you know, the, I, they must. They're going to set a record. I think. I believe I'm correct in this. I think this is the second consecutive year where they've had to play the same team. Twice at the end of the year. Uh, in other words, I think last year was Memphis, and this year I believe it's Tulsa mm-hmm. that they they play Tulsa and they have to turn around and play them again mm-hmm. in a conference championship game. That's I mean you don't ever see that. FSU did it in '96. 
Yeah, they played us back true. to back. Yes, that's true. They won the one that didn't. Yeah. They had a, had a long time between yeah, the games. Yeah, I was going to say it wasn't a week between uh, them. But yes, that's right. In the USFL, our last game of the season in '84 was at Birmingham, and we went up there and nipped them. I think 17 to 16. Then we went back up the next week, uh, first round of the playoffs, and they they beat us that game. So it happens. It happens a lot. Back to back. NFL sometimes, but it hadn't happened often in the NFL. Yeah, just you don't. Yeah. But it's just weird. It's back to back seasons like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Texas A and M had its game postponed this week because apparently of outbreak of COVID at Ole Miss, and that would certainly you would think help Florida. It's one less game the committee gets a chance to see. They only get to play what nine? Am I correct in that that they would have a total of nine? They can't play in the championship game, kind of hurts them. Steve, we're bit. we're not in competition with Texas A&M. You don't think so? No, not at all. We we play Alabama. If even if we lose to LSU, but we don't think we're going to lose to LSU. Yeah, if we beat Alabama, oh, LSU and Alabama, that, yes, we'll, we'll be in the yes. final four. But A&M is in the picture. Well, just in voting right now. No, not now. But uh, no. yeah, A&M they they got to hope a lot of teams lose. They do. to try to get in. They do. But. Uh, it's all in front of us. Yeah, no it's question it is. So my top four, um, Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, and i got to put Ohio State in there. I, I like what I've seen yeah. of them. And Florida is right there. That's our top four teams brought to you by Gators Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times. With more TVs than anybody, you can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. Mm-hmm. All right, Coach, one of my favorite times because you're up. Chalk Talk. Brought to you by Meldon Law. With over 40 years of experience, Meldon Law, where you matter most. Have at it, Coach. Okay, I'm going to draw up that play that uh, the Washington football team uh, beat Pittsburgh last night, and it was very similar uh, to the one we used uh, to throw a touchdown against Georgia. Okay, I'm going to draw that one up. What they did, they put uh, sort of three receivers uh, into the short side of the field. And uh, so you got a guy in the middle, a guy here, and a guy here. And over here, they, you know, just got uh, got their guys here. So they were in some kind of they were in some kind of deep zone, I think. Uh, uh, Pittsburgh was, and they they ran uh, this guy through there, and this guy through there, and this guy just sort of went down through here and turned it up. And I'll be dang, he ran with him, and and they they got lost. And uh, they, they threw this guy a touchdown. And that was uh, the play we hit against Georgia in the second quarter. I don't know if it was uh, Grimes or – It was actually – it uh, was uh, when um, – Pitts was already hurt. Yeah, so it was, was uh, Kamori Gamble. Yeah, Gamble caught that one. Okay. But, uh, yeah, the, what they try to do, the QB tries to, you know, look down in here and uh, hopefully if they're just zoning up, that they'll go with these guys. And he turned it up and it was wide open. And the Miami Dolphins were drinking champagne because they always have a little champagne when one of the teams loses, right? Yes, Larry Zonka. So they talked about that. Yeah. Uh, Bob Greasy and Zonka and all those guys, yeah. the Dolphins, they're still the only team to win them all back in 72. Yep. Yeah. I saw it on Twitter. Zonka was, you know, celebrating because yeah. uh, nobody has done yeah, it. Yeah, they do that every year. An undefeated team loses. Yeah. So they've been doing it for a while. You know, I, I know Dan Mullen – Coached Alex Smith, but if you remember Kurt Schilling and the bloody sock, did you see that with oh, Alex yeah. Smith? Yeah, he must have got cleated. Yeah, yeah, and, and I'm going to tell you what, I, there, there is not enough, aren't enough words for the admiration I have for that guy to come back 
from the injury that dude had. And Washington's playing a whole lot better, and it's really since he's been installed as the starting quarterback. Yeah, what, 14 surgeries on his leg? <sighs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a great story. Not only that, but Ron Rivera, who's gone through all the cancer. Yeah. You know, he was uh, my rookie year. He was a teammate of mine. You know, he was on his way out, part of the Super Bowl mm-hmm. Bears, and uh, just a great person. Yeah, uh, can I say something sure. about the, the Washington football team? When they were playing Dallas two weeks ago, uh, Dallas was ahead, I think, by three, and Alex Smith got hit and threw the interception. And number 17 for Washington, Kerry McCord was his name. He hustled his butt off and ran him down on about the four or five-yard line, yep. and they had to kick a field goal. Yes. And I told Jerry, I said, you watch. I bet that play will turn into something good for Washington. Because this guy, he went through two would-be blockers and, and ran him down on the four-yard line. They had to kick a field goal. So they're only up by six. And then the next time they get it, they go score. And then Dallas tried that fake punt. Washington run won like 41-19 to 19 or something like that, whatever it was. And I said, that one play mm-hmm. might turn this whole team around. Because the effort and – the attitude that Washington team, you got man, you got to admire them, and uh, it was it was fun watching them play last night because uh, effort and spirit on that team. <laughs> Alex Smith, the quarterback, what he's come from, uh, they they could make some noise this year before the whole season's over. Yeah, chalk talk brought to you by Meldon Law with over forty years of experience. Meldon Law, where you matter most. We'll take a break. Come back. Going to look at some of the key games coming up this weekend. Talk Florida LSU and look ahead a little bit. Florida, Alabama, inside the huddle, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage. You can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a -a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at clients' request. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352-562-1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. 
When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. On Sports with Seth Arp, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more of Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or office. Contact them today at cpss.net. Inside the huddle. Um, Okay, now it's time for Games to Look For, brought to you by My IT Masters, your one-stop shop for your business's technology solutions. From voice over IP to cybersecurity, nobody does IT like the master. Okay, here we go, guys. Uh, Speaking of Arkansas, they're at home, but they play Alabama. Any chance? Zero. (laughs) Coach, about about the same? Oh, yeah, they're not not having much of a chance at all to beat them. Uh, But they'll probably show up and compete because Sam Pittman and those guys, they play hard. Got to give them credit for that. You know what's interesting? I'm anxious to see how the Florida game goes and the Alabama game goes, you know, because this is kind of like a – Get by the game, but let's don't get anybody hurt. Yeah. What would you do, Coach? Would you, you know, try to get up? Well, and... we've got to, we've got to win the game. Well, I understand that. To, and but... there's, uh, I mean, to play LSU, you never. It's not like playing one of those down the line teams. Uh, but no, you you try to do the same thing. It's another conference game. But but I mean, if if we're up twenty eight nothing at half, do you play Kyle maybe a series and? Get starters mm-hmm. out of there. Yeah, but pretty much like most most all games. But obviously, you wouldn't want to get one of your top players hurt if you're way ahead. Just like when we're way behind, sometimes I, I'd take Shane out uh, when we're up at Tennessee and we're down about thirty five to three. I say, Shane, we're gonna let Brian Fox sweep this one up. Well, that didn't happen a lot though, so, so that was so good. we kept him healthy for the rest of the year, and then we we didn't lose again the rest of, of the year until the FSU game, but we won all the conference games after that. You know, we talked a lot about Missouri's resurgence. They're hosting Georgia. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be interesting to see how well Missouri is playing because, I mean, they're hot, but, you know, we saw them in person here and they weren't very good. Yeah, and Georgia hadn't played for right. a while. What do you think, Coach? Yeah, it could be a good game. Missouri's got uh, they got some momentum going, and it's out there, correct, I think? Yeah, at Missouri. So, yep. uh, I don't know. They'd have to keep the ball away from Georgia and not let them run it down their throat. Georgia started running again a couple of weeks ago. But, uh, yeah, give Missouri a fighting chance. 
How about uh, Michigan, Ohio State? Uh, that, it could get ugly. It could get real ugly. Were they 28 or 30 point favorites, something like that? Oh. Yeah, they were talking about Harbaugh's situation. Uh, I, I think he'll coach another year, but uh, yeah, Ohio State needs to. Uh, they need to be impressive. They need to get six wins and uh, and be very impressive uh, to get into that uh, Final Four. North Carolina, Miami. That should be a good game. It's at Miami. Uh huh. Yeah, and Miami's uh, played well. I tell you what, they've they've started winning, and uh, winning breeds more winning. Uh, and I would think uh, they'd they'd be favored to beat North Carolina. Yeah, I mean it's it's an interesting game, but they they should beat North Carolina, but you don't know which North Carolina team is going to show up. They, they when North Carolina's had a big game, they don't win it. Yeah. So until they kind of do, uh, I'm going to go with the home team here. Well, how about Duke FSU game now? Let's talk about that one. Okay, you brought it up. My, go my, ahead. My Dukies are struggling. <laughs> well, so is FSU. So <laughs> my Dukies are struggling. Uh, my grandson's up there. You know, Gavin. I think he's third team quarterback. I wish they'd give him a chance. You know, when you got nowhere to go, why not play everybody? Give everybody a chance. Tennessee finally gave their third team guy a chance. Yeah. He went. He did pretty good. He took them on two drives against our mighty Gators for touchdown, and uh, so they maybe they learned something. Uh, but I don't know what'll happen at that Duke FSU game. I, I think FSU would probably be favored to beat them. Um, and then the last couple uh, we mentioned: Cincinnati and Tulsa. Should be a good one. Where are they playing that game? At Tulsa. Uh, wow. Yeah, this, it's a huge game for Cincinnati to stay in the big picture. And then the last one, Tennessee at Vanderbilt. What if Vanderbilt wins this game with an interim coach? What's the future of Pruitt? But what do you think? I mean, it should be a – I mean, you would think Tennessee – I mean, I think they've lost three in a row to them, though, if I'm not mistaken. But I think Tennessee will win, but who knows? I still, well, guess I still, what? Breaking news, Cincinnati-Tulsa game canceled. Well, there you have it. Just now. Literally just now. So we won't bother picking that one. Well, maybe they maybe they canceled it because there was no reason for them to play it. And then yeah. play for the championship next week. Yeah. yeah. I think that's it. Uh, last one, reason. Auburn, Mississippi State. This is an interesting game because Auburn doesn't play great on the road. Uh, as, as Coach always says, this is going to be who gives a damn the most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe Mississippi State Mississippi being State. their last – is this their last game or do they play the following week? They're scheduled to play the following week. Okay, so, uh, but but you know mm-hmm. Auburn coming off another loss. That's two in a row. Going on the road could be mm-hmm. a dicey game for them. Yeah, Mississippi State I think will be uh, ready to play. It's at home, and uh, hopefully, and maybe Auburn not so ready. Uh, so I, yeah, they they got rumors up there that uh, they they're going to make a change uh, because I guess Malzahn has lost at least four games seven last, seven, last seven years. years. Yeah, so. At Auburn, they, uh, their fans think we're supposed to be just as good as Alabama. And if they're not as good as Alabama, they want to get another coach. So maybe they will. Who knows? We'll take a break, come back, and then when we do, we'll look at Florida LSU and look ahead a little bit to Florida Alabama inside the huddle, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. 
The best new cars make the best used cars. That's why at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, our buyers search all over Florida for only the cleanest, later model, pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Shop the area's largest pre-owned selection with prices starting at just $99.95. Plus, Davis Gainesville Chevy has finance plans for everyone. Get a fully inspected, like new car or truck today for a fraction of the new car price at Davis Gainesville Chevrolet, North Main Street, online at GainesvilleChevy.com. See dealer for complete details. Leave the hustle and bustle behind and take a break with Miapa Latin Cafe. Open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They use only the freshest ingredients to create classics like Cuban sandwiches, arepas, lechon asado, and café con leche. And beat the heat by trying it on ice during Miapa's daily half-off iced coffee happy hour from 2 until 5 p.m. Relax on the patio at their Gainesville or Alachua locations and enjoy life the Miapa way. Miapa Latin Cafe. Good Cuban food served with a smile. Gators Dockside is your Gators Sports Headquarters. We've got the most games on the most screens, including our three huge projector screens. So rep your orange and blue, bring your friends, and join us for the best wings in town as chosen by the Gainesville Suns People's Choice Awards. We're also serving up mouth-watering burgers, sandwiches, and salads. And don't forget about our daily two-for-one specials on select drafts, house wine, and liquor. Make Dockside your Gator Sports Headquarters and never miss a minute of the action. See you at Gators. This is Shane Matthews. Thank you for listening to Inside the Huddle with myself, Steve Russell, and the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. For more Gator insight, interviews with Gator greats, and a wide range of sports media, make sure you check out my podcast, Pot Up with Matthews in the Morning. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or watch live on Facebook and YouTube, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pot Up with Shane Matthews in the mornings from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m., Monday through Fridays. He's a Gator legend. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Touchdown! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Inside the Huddle with Shane Matthews, Steve Russell, and Steve Spurrier continues right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has the same-day scheduling available. Call them up. Start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. We wrap up our Inside the Hall today. Guys, we'll make these some kind of quick hitters here. Florida LSU, any chance Florida looks past an LSU team that has not played well? No, I think this coaching staff's done a great job all year. I think we just got way too much talent and too too well coached. Mm -hmm. I'm going to predict we get off to a good start this week. I think we're going to come out firing, and the defense is going to come out firing, and let's – Let's let's jump ahead early if we can. If not, we'll do do our usual game plan. But uh, like Shane said, the team is well prepared. Uh, they got their goals. Uh, their mental state is real good right now. Um, I had a couple of Facebook Live questions, guys. Jo- uh, Josh wrote in: Is it harder to win SEC Player of the Year twice or a Heisman once? I don't know the answer. Well, to Shane that. won it twice. Danny Warfel won it twice. Uh, player of the Year. Did Rex win it uh, once or twice? I know he won it once. Uh, so Danny's the only one that got a Heisman out of that group. How many years Tebow win Player of the Year? At least two, two. maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. probably. So I, I would say it's harder to win a Heisman. Yeah, uh, harder to yeah. win a Heisman. Yeah. yeah. John asked, should the Gator defense press Bama's receivers off the line? 
I mean, at times, I mean, maybe reroute, try to reroute them. If you got help behind, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, I I think we will – yeah, well, we'll play some tight man every now and then, but you you, you can't let Devontae Vontae Smith and those guys take off. Uh, so, uh, but that's yeah, that's two weeks from now. Let's let's worry about LSU. Yeah, I, I'm just reading. <laughs> we'll the, worry about that next week. Reading the questions as I get yeah. them, Steve. I know. Yeah. Um, the the fact that Florida does not run the ball well, we kind of mentioned this earlier, and we'll wrap this up. For some fans, th- that's a big deal, and I. I think we all agree. I mean, would you like to run the ball better? Certainly. But you do what you do best, do you not, to win a game? Yeah, I mean, Steve, you know, they uh, arguably was it the 95 Nebraska Cornhuskers, one of the greatest teams of all time? Was anybody calling saying, why are they not throwing the football? Right. They're pretty damn good at what they did. Yeah. Okay, so what's the difference if you're a good throwing football team? Yeah. yeah I'll tell you what we're doing well that I, I watch these NFL teams, they get on the three-yard line, <clears throat> and they try to run straight in there, and you just can't do it. Everybody's – the other team's got everybody up there, and they just run into a wall, end up kicking a, a field goal or going fourth and one. I think last night a game, end up going, didn't make it. So they had first and go two-yard line and, and didn't score a touchdown. And what Dan and his guys are doing well, we got all these little passes down there. Mm-hmm. Instead of running into a big old wall, we – Run a guy in motion, hit him in the flat. I loved uh, when Tony did that double or triple motion at Tennessee. It come flying out the backside, and he caught it and walked in the end zone. So instead of running into walls, we're creating, uh, getting guys open. And Kyle Trask, such a beautiful passer, and our guys catch everything. That's the smart thing to do. Uh, you know, if you can, got a big old 260-pound fullback or something, and you can run it in, then then do that. But a lot of teams don't have that now. So it's okay to throw it in the end zone for touchdowns. Guys, thank you for being here today. That's our Inside the Huddle. It goes by too fast. Dan Patrick is next. I'll be back at noon with Sports Scene. Thanks to Seth Hart for producing today. And thank you for listening. Inside the Huddle, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Worry less and connect more with crime prevention security systems. View cameras at your home or business or prevent package theft with their doorbell camera. Crime prevention provides security and life safety with affordable packages and an easy-to-use app that gives mobile control of your home or business. Get a text notification when the kids get home from school or be notified if you forgot to set the alarm when you left. You can even get a notification if you didn't close the garage door. For home or office, crime prevention can do it all. Contact your local team at Crime Prevention Security Systems, winners of the Best of the Best in Gainesville and the Ethics and Business Award. Trust the team at Crime Prevention to secure your home, family, and business. They're large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios, Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733.
Thanks for listening to Inside the Huddle with former Gator QB Shane Matthews, WRUF's Steve Russell, and Hall of Famer, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. If you'd like to ask Coach a question, email your questions to questions at insidethehuddlehbc.com. Podcasts are available at WRUF.com, the WRUF app, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Picked up by the Gators at the 35. Touchdown! Inside the Huddle is paid for by Weedy Marketing and produced by the University of Florida's ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications. W-R-U-F. 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 W-R-